Welcome to the Agape Podcast, the podcast about Christ's unconditional love, otherwise known as Agape. I'm your host, Liv, and let's get started into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Agape Podcast. It's Liv. So for today's episode, it's called A Simple Story. And the reason why it's called a simple story is because this is basically what it is, what we're going to be going over is. It's a very simple story. It's the story of the prodigal son. And many times when we're Christians, as Christians, um, and you grew up in church and stuff, we often forget about this passage or we just don't think much of this passage. But there's just and there's just so much behind it that um, I've been learning about over the past few weeks, and um, it's just really interesting. So we are going to dive in that today. So I will be reading out of Luke chapter fifteen. Verses 11 through 32. So starting in verse 11. To illustrate the point further, Jesus told them a story. A man had two sons. The younger son told his father, I want my share of the estate now before you die. So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. A few days later, the younger son packed his belongings and moved to a distant land where he wasted all his money in wild living. About the time his money ran out, a great famine swept over the land, and he began to starve. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him, and the man sent him into the fields to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs looked good to him, but no one gave him anything. And when he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, at home even... Hired servants have enough food to spare, and here I am, dying of hunger. I will go home to my father and say, I've sinned against both heaven and you, and I'm no longer worthy to call your son. Please take me on as a hired servant. So he returned home to his father, and while he was still a very long way off, his father kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I've sinned both against you and heaven. I'm no longer worthy to become be called your son. But his father said to his servants, Quick, bring the finest robe in the house, and put it on him. Get a ring, and put it on his finger, and sandals for his feet. And kill the calf we had been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast. For his son, for the son of mine, was dead, and now has returned. He was lost, but now he's found. And so the party began. So to start off, this is a parable, and a parable is just a heavenly story with an earthly meaning. Or it's kind of like a metaphor that Jesus would use um, to help the people understand a point that he was trying to get across to them. So if to start off this parable in verses 11 through 12, to illustrate the point further, Jesus told them this story, a man had two sons, the younger son told his father, I want my share of state now before you die. So his 
So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his two sons. So back in um, this time, the people, the fathers, um, they had um, what was called an estate. It was basically an inheritance or inheritance. It was basically kind of like the will. And it just had all the money um, and land. And typically it would be divided to the oldest son. And he would get two thirds and the younger son would get one third. Now, um, at that time... Most cases, the they would not receive this until after their father died. But there were some fathers who would choose to divide their inheritance early or before they retired. But the thing is, in this parable is that the younger son went ahead and asked his dad. Now, he had every right to do so, but it was not really the most loving thing to do, and it kind of was implied by him asking that was almost like saying, Dad, I wish you were dead. And so I can just get my money, my share of the estate. And what's really strange here is, like, the dad didn't call him out for that. The dad just went ahead and gave him his money. Or, and or whatever. So, And so what is awesome about this is that this is a perfect picture of God giving us free will. Yes, um, there are times where we do things we are not supposed to. And many times people will ask, so why didn't God just save all of us before, like, Like, he didn't have to send Jesus on the cross. The thing is, God is a loving God. And he gave us free will to choose whether to go which way or not. And that is um, a perfect picture. This is a perfect picture of this. So... Keep reading in verses 13 through 16. A few days later, this, the, this younger son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land. And there he wasted all his money in wild living. About the time his money ran out, a great swim- famine swept over the land, and he began to starve. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him, and the man sent him out to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs looked good to him. But no one gave him anything. So, 
the younger son moved far away from his dad or his house, home, wherever he was from, and he basically wasted his money completely. It says he wasted on wild living. Bible does not tell us what that is, what um but could be anything. Could be he could have been having a bunch of parties. He could be gambling. But either way, no matter what um what that wild living was, his money ran out. And that came at perfect timing too, because guess what? There was a famine. So, because nobody wants to starve, he had to have some source of, in- source of income. So he basically got this farmer to hire him. But the farmer, farmer sent him to feed pigs. And for a Jew, um, it, pigs were considered an unclean animal. And so this means pigs could not be eaten or they could not be used as sacrifices to God. And so to protect themselves from getting like from this, I mean Jews would not even touch a pig. So, for this man to be touching a pig, feeding pigs, that just shows how much at a low point he is. And this dude was so hungry... He wanted to eat what he was feeding the pigs. I mean, but no one gave him anything. No one gave him anything. And so if we keep reading, verse 17, when he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, at home, even the hired servants have enough food to spare. And here I am dying of hunger. I will go home to my father and say, Father, I've sinned both against heaven and you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Please take me on as a hired servant. He was so ashamed of what he had done. He didn't even want to be called his dead son. He was just ready to be called a servant. To just work for him. So we continue reading. Verse 20. So he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. And so, if we keep reading verse 20, we find out what happens. So, he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. And filled with compassion, 
and filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to his to him, Father, I have sinned against both you and heaven, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But his father said to his servants, Quick, bring the finest robe in the house, and put a ring on him, and get a ring for his finger, and sandals for his feet, and kill the calf. We have been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast. For this son of mine was dead, and now has returned to life. He was lost, but now he's found. And so the party began. So at that time, it would have been perfectly ordinary for the dad to order a stoning for his son. And this was considered punishment at the time. And basically what that meant was that the son would just have a bunch of people gather around him and throw stones at him until he died. But the father does exactly the opposite of that. He's filled with love and compassion. He embraces him, hugs him. And the son also is like, I don't deserve to be called your son. Just make me a hired slave or servant. The father does the exact opposite of that too. Many slaves at the time, you didn't really wear shoes. And the father says, get him a pair of sandals. This parable, this simple story, is a simple story of God's agape, unconditional love he has for us. You see, in Romans 5 it says, But God showed his love for us, and while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You may have heard me already say this on this episode and hear the word sinners. If you don't know what I'm talking about, sin is anything we think or do or say that goes against God. And God can just not be around sin because he's holy. But he loved us so much. He wanted to have a personal relationship with us. So that one day that we wouldn't have to go to hell. We would and we would be able to go to heaven. He sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for us. And that death, oh my goodness, it was not the best death. Or, not the best. It was horrible. When you read about the stuff that he had to go through. But he took that all on for us. But And he didn't stay dead. He rose again from the grave on the day, on the third day. 
and now he lives in and now it's our choice we can ask Jesus into our lives if we want to and we can know that when we die we'll get to be with Jesus So if you would want to, want to get saved today, all you have to do is say a simple prayer like this. And all you have to do is repeat after me. If you feel it in your heart and you want to, you need to say this prayer, say it, please. So all you have to do is repeat after me. Dear God, I know that I'm a sinner and that I've sinned against you. God, I need Jesus. What I believe died on the cross my sins he was buried he rose again from the grave on the third day Lord I'm asking you now To come into my life and save me. God, thank you for saving me. Lord, Please help, help me to live my life for you. Pray for all this in Jesus' name. Amen. I am so happy if you said that prayer. Welcome to the family. And please, if so, if you did say that prayer, please tell someone that you trust and know you can tell that too. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Agape Podcast. Make sure to stay tuned as um, I'll tell you about our social media. But with that, everyone, I hope you guys have an awesome and wonderful, amazing day or night, wherever you are in the world. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Gafe Podcast. But before you go, I'd like to tell you about our social media. 
You can find us at, at Facebook at Agape, and you can find us on Pinterest at Agape Podcast. Our handle on Pinterest is at Agape two two three ten. I hope y'all guys have an awesome day or night wherever y'all are in the world. Bye!